Hello, and welcome to this episode of Irreligiosophy 2.0, the one true podcast, and the only podcast that dares ask the question, did Jesus exist? Uh, but first, I've got something. What have you got? I've got... <laughs> what have you got? <laughs> it's it's not herpes, thank God. It's going to get syphilis. I just realized when I said that, I set myself up for so much. I've got a child in Asia. So that's probably true, actually. Never really thought about that until I just said it. But The clap. Christ, could be like 20 years old by now. Holy shit. All right. Hold on. I got to write something down. Never go back to Asia. Okay, let's move on. Um, Chuck, <laughs> I've got a mess anthropological corner. We're going to do the corner before we even do skunk dicks. What a plot I twist. Know. Um, you got to get your corners done. Then you get to your dicks. I don't know if that's a rule. I think that's internet rule number 75. Corners first, dicks that's second. Right. Uh, this this uh, corner, Chuck, is actually related to the topic at hand in sort of a way. Um, oh, the existence of Jesus. Did we find conclusive archaeological evidence of the existence of Jesus? Uh, no, this is just some shit somebody wrote down. So No, well, I don't, close enough. I don't know if it's... You can take it for what it is. Um, but basically, a copy of Jesus... Says secret revelation. Jesus says, "Yeah, Jesus says." Is that one of those S things where you just put an apostrophe at the end? But you, it's just an apostrophe. But you don't add another S. I suppose you could add another S if you want That's to. Awkward. I never knew how that works. All right. Anyway, it's a copy of Jesus' secret revelations to his brother, and it's been discovered by none other than biblical scholars. As, as it that should is be. Amazing. It was. <laughs> Probably written by the hand of Jesus himself. Uh, yeah, the first known original Greek mm. copy. You want it in the original Greek, you know, Chuck. In the original Coptic, that shit's like everywhere. But in the original Greek, oh, that's that's yeah. the shit. That time, you know, that the Gospels don't talk about when Jesus was a kid, he's fucking over at, like, the Library of Alexandria learning to speak right. Greek. I don't know if you knew that. Anyway, this is the first known original Greek copy of the, quote, Heretical Christian writing describing Jesus' secret teachings to his brother James. And guess where they found it? Yeah, Alexandria. Uh, no, that's gone, right? They found it at Oxford University. Um, oh, by the affirmation. Jesus mailed it <laughs> to Oxford. Yeah. Now, what's funny is that they found it with all the other shit that they already had. It's just like they never looked through it completely. James is like, I'm going to leave an endowment to Oxford. And it'll, yeah, it'll mature in the year 2017. Yep. Right. They just forgot about it. Yeah, that shit happens all the time. Like monasteries, they'll find, oh, look, this extremely valuable scroll. But they, they had this shit. Like I was reading the article. I'm like, oh, I wonder where they discovered it. Like, is it another cave? Was it one of those those caves where the the jars were? And they found those other jars it, with nothing, but now they found a new jar, and it had something. Was it actually in Nazareth, buried under multiple layers? No, it was at Oxford. Yeah. Just, Oxford. Just a, right where I expected it. It was in a pile with all the other shit that they already knew about. 
It's Matt, that story has just that unique kind of twist that makes it... Yes. Now, they say that to date, only a small number of texts from the Nag Hammad Library, which is a collection of 13 Coptic Gnostic books, which was discovered in 1945, that is, uh, have been found in Greek. Uh, but earlier this year, University of Texas, Austin, uh, so, you know, I mean, trust that as much as you can. Uh, these were two religious scholars, Jeffrey Smith and Brett Landau. They they came up past the uh, fragments of the first apocalypse of James. Of Jane? Did I say Jane? James. Did you say Jane? I said James. (laughs) Quote, to say that we were excited once we realized what we found is an understatement. We never suspected that Greek fragments of the first apocalypse of James survived from antiquity. But there they were right in front of us. (laughs) Saying that we were excited was an understatement. We jizzed in our pants. They totally jizzed in their pants. Um, I still think it's funny that they had it. It was there. It was like, that's like a joke, right? Is, and the whole time, it was right there in front of you, you know? <laughs> Matt, these eggheads don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, no. Stupid scholars. That's why. Biblical scholars? Yeah, Come seriously. On. If they were really smart, they'd go into a real profession. That's that's one of those things, like a biblical scholar. That's one of those things like like uh, Led Zeppelin. What am I thinking of? Um, <laughs> it's an opposite, or uh, what's hey, the word? thinking of... Uh, Oxymoron. Oxymoron. Like yeah. airline pilot. Like air- <laughs> wait a second. Oh, wait a second. That's wrong. <laughs> Medical doctor. <laughs> Please. Uh, anyway, this text supplements the biblical account of Jesus' life and ministry, by allowing us to access the conversations that purportedly took place between Jesus and his brother James. Now, I like that they qualified that. <laughs> I would rather they use the word allegedly. Some nice uh, skepticism from the biblical (laughs) scholar. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, What are we going to learn from these new texts, Chuck? That Jesus actually existed? (sighs) What? That's it? You didn't read a translation of them? They haven't done shit. They just got excited and they're like, look what (laughs) we found. Fucking excited they had a press conference. Usually, you fucking translate it first. Give us something. I'm I'm pretty sure they already know what it says because they have the Coptic uh, copies. Oh, now it's just the one in Greek, so it really doesn't add anything. Lame. <laughs> so when I said this is related to the top of the podcast, it's not really. I mean, it does really shit. It's not like new evidence. It's just in Greek. <sighs> Plus, I'm not sure I want to hear a conversation between Jesus and his brother, James. Don't you want to hear that? Hey, James, what's up? (laughs) Dude, pass the unleavened bread. Seriously. Uh, I saw this fig tree today. I fucked that shit up. I was like, give me a fig (laughs) tree. Tree, Fig tree was like, I don't got no figs. I was like, fuck you, fig tree. Mom, (laughs) Jesus is smacking the fig tree again. Oh, yeah, I don't, uh, this doesn't help at all. Makes me question whether or not this should have been an anthropological corner. Um, but, but certain people were very excited. <laughs> there is nothing too bereft of content to be a Matt's anthropological corner. <laughs> well, you know what? You're in luck, Chuck. 
because my doubts like are just all day long in the back of my head and I was like I can't have a singular corner no no room can have one corner anyway how could you have a one corner room especially one corner that didn't reveal any new information <laughs> whatsoever I have a second corner please dear god give us corner number two and welcome to Matt's Alcoholic Corner Alcoholic Corner what are we discussing now rum 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 like Pirates of the rum. Caribbean yeah like uh pirates life for me yeah rum that's how it goes exactly uh chuck you may or may not know that's about me but rum is one of my favorite alcoholic beverages to consume i did not know that about you it's good stuff um let's talk about rum not only is it one of the most popular liquors in the world it's one of the most popular liquors in my cabinet and i prefer i prefer spiced rum personally um, well, that, that was new information to me. <laughs> I had no idea. And I'm going to say something that rum aficionados might laugh at, but I'm kind of partial to Sailor Jerry. It's, oh it's kind of... Get off this show. I know my go-to rum. It's not too expensive. It's easy. It's easy to drink it. You can drink it rock style. But um, anyway, I know you're thinking to yourself, hey, Matt, what is rum? Yeah, what is rum? Is it from a potato or some shit like that? It is not from a potato, but that's a, a good rutabaga. <laughs> it is from a rutabaga. It's rutabaga liqueur. No. <laughs> rum is different from other alcohols in that it is liquor that is distilled right from sugar, essentially. Oh, yeah. that sounds great. That sounds like my kind of alcohol. <laughs> you would love rum. I like, would love rum. The great I'm thing sure about rum is that you can mix that shit with anything, and it's, like, good. It's, like, put some rum in that, you know? Like, name any drink, Chuck. Anything. Uh, let's see. Coke. Co- yeah, rum and Coke. That's, that is a classic. I thought you were going to say something weird. But, First you know. try. First try, you nailed it. Well done. I thought you were going to be, like, breast milk. But, oh. you know, <laughs> I still kind of get to a right Russian that way. Not bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, rums. It's a uh, liquor still for sure. Now that's just general description of rum. Um, most there's different styles of rum, and most rum is distilled from molasses, which is like this weird uh, midpoint between raw cane and and uh, like processed sugar. Uh, but this is not Matt's sugar corner. This is Matt's. Oh no! Thank God. (laughs) Um. So, what kinds of rum are there? Well, glad you asked, Chuck. I know you're really curious about this because, much like vodka and tequila, there are different types of rum. The first, the first type of rum, light rum, uh, also referred as white or silver rum. It's a very subtle liquor, Chuck. It's uh, it's clear. It's uh, it's kind of like vodka. It can be sharp. Um, but with a little bit of a sweet edge to it. Uh, think about your Bacardi's. Like you're just, you know, you're not thinking about it. You don't know what I'm talking about. Matt, Everybody I else knows what I'm talking barely about. Barely paying attention. <laughs> There's also gold rum. Uh, these are so-called medium-bodied rums. Um, they tend to get their uh, their colors from the additional caramel, but they can also leach uh, their color from the barrels they're stored in. Usually, uh, old. Um, 
Uh, bourbon barrels, because apparently bourbon barrels can only be used once. Uh, why? I don't know. This is a rum corner. It's not a bourbon corner. We did yeah, that for show. God sakes! <laughs> don't expect us to know anything about bourbon. Yeah. There's also oh god, I know so much. Um, there's also dark rum, and my favorite, of course, uh, spiced rum. Uh, there's a few other. Uh, there's a few other styles, uh, which we're not going to go into here, but um, just to give them a shout out. Kashaka, some good stuff, and Rum Apricol. Uh, what was that last one? Rum, or Rum Agricole. It's similar to Kashaka. That's a Brazilian rum. Uh, yeah. You're, you're probably saying, like, what's so different about it? Well, it skips the molasses stage and just goes straight to pure sugarcane juice in the distillation process. And also, by law, it must be produced in Brazil. So, there you go. <clears throat> I see. Is that why pirates were so uh, associated with rum? They were so associated with rum because it, it was essentially the first new world uh, liquor that was, produ- you know, that was produced in the Americas. I see. And, uh, I, and don't take this as a fact. Matter of fact, anything you hear in the show, you should really consider for entertainment purposes only. But uh, yeah, yeah. Seriously, people. Jesus Christ. But I thought I read that Columbus actually introduced sugar cane to the quote West Indies, which seems weird, but uh, maybe he did. Uh, but that is where uh, the first production of rum came from. Was from sugar cane. It's good stuff. And um, if you're ever in Thailand, which is an aside, uh, their whiskey in Thailand is really good. But apparently, technically, it's rum because it is distilled from sugar cane and not from, you know, corn or grain. Man, I think that's uh, essentially the motto of the show. If you ever think that anything is (laughs) wrong or incorrect, you know, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. I pretty much uh, base my life on that when I tell people anything. I'm like... I'm like, just in case you thought I was telling you something that might be true, just remember this whole conversation was for entertainment purposes. That's correct. <laughs> you can't prove it's not true. No, you can't. That, you can't prove a negative, so. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> it could happen. That's that's our it motto. It could happen. It could happen. It could. It, it should be true, and isn't that what's important? <laughs> and that's enough. <laughs> I think that's the motto of the Trump administration. <laughs> yeah, well, the entire Republican Party. I want it to be true. Yeah. Therefore, it's true. Right. If I keep repeating it enough, <laughs> it just will be true. And even if, if it's not, fuck it. I'll just keep going with it. If my base watches nothing other than Fox News, how will they ever know? How <laughs> will they know the difference? Ah, oh, the Trump administration motto. Fuck reality. Yeah, uh, skunk dick number one, Trump administration. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, the listeners, do we have listeners anymore? I am no. not sure. but um, I don't even listen. The paucity of podcasts we produce. Has, <laughs> did you check? Yeah, check that generation shit out. Absolutely nothing to do with the significant decline <laughs> in quality. It's just the fact we don't release it very often. I blame Trump. Somehow, this is also <laughs> his fault. 100%. We, we did a whole episode uh, about this shit, like, what was that, like a month ago? Uh-huh. Three weeks ago or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we listened to it, we're like, 
We're like, oh god, that was holy shit. That just did not go in that any direction that we were planning on. Is going into the vault. It was like an hour of just bitching. It was like, fuck this shit, fuck it. So yeah, we can't it. Uh, maybe we should make that. Maybe we should release that. We'll release it. As yeah, the lost episode. It's available to, to oh, our Patreon supporters. That is true. That is available to our Patreon supporters. And if you're a gold member of yep. Irreligiosity or higher, um, <laughs> you get released a day early. Yeah, <laughs> you get you get access to show notes. Yeah, <laughs> which is basically screenshots of my iPhone. <laughs> well, there's a website page. I'm summarizing as I scroll through it. <laughs> It's a series of Wikipedia links. <laughs> uh, let's get to our one and only skunk dick. We, All right. We basically just have one. It's the winner. It's on everybody's mind lately. It's it's Judge Roy Moore. Uh, you know, as we know, we just we just had this this campaign event. We just had this election in Alabama. Doug Jones v. Roy Moore. Some dude who is a Democrat. So, ugh, right. Blech. Democrat, Jesus! Oh my God! I know. Versus a Democrat in Alabama, <laughs> versus alleged pedophile. I thought they were extinct. What Democrats in Alabama? <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't been hunted to extinction. But but we have been saved, Chuck. And it was black people. We have to, we got to give a shout out to black people. Black people <laughs> saved us. White people were like, "Fuck Democrats!" I literally. I'd rather have a pedophile than a Democrat. Give it a choice between an accused pedophile and a Democrat. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it would be hard, I think. Jesus Christ could come again, but if he ran as a Democrat. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh they'd be like, oh, no, oh it's Jesus, but oh, he's Democrat. Oh. Yeah, so it was um, <laughs> razor thin margin. Uh, something like twenty thousand votes, I think. Yeah, he was uh, he was he was holding the lead for a while. And yeah, then, I'm, I'm frankly shocked that uh, any Democrat uh, was uh, voted into office statewide in Alabama under any circumstances whatsoever. <laughs> I've fully prepared myself for the inevitable ascension of fuckface Roy Moore to the United States Senate. You know, Roy Moore is not a stranger to this show, Matt. We've made fun of him multiple yeah, times. Yeah. Is Ten Commandments Roy Moore. You Ten know? Commandments Roy Moore and Roy Moore, who then was elected after the Ten Commandments fiasco and he was kicked off the bench. Right. Uh, elected again to Chief Justice Supreme Court and proceeded after the Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court, decided that it was okay for gays to marry. Uh, he uh, sent a, a letter, I think, out to Alabama clerk saying, fuck the U.S. Supreme right. Court. Yeah. Uh, don't sign any of this shit. And so he was kicked out of the <laughs> Alabama Supreme Court again. So twice uh, fired. Why do they even fucking call him Judge Roy Moore anymore? Right, he's not Jesus. a judge. Not anymore. He's just kicked out twice. Roy Moore. He's one of those people that goes around saying like, oh no, you you, you address me as Judge Moore. Like, like hey, no, right, Mr. Exactly. Moore. No, it's Judge it's Moore. Judge. Judge Roy Moore. Yeah, I mean, he's got multiple massive problems anyway. It's amazing to me that we're even talking about his candidacy, 
even right. apart from the right. child molestation charges. What? That some dipshit like this gets into uh, the position where he could be elected to the United States Senate. Do you remember, I, it was just like 10 years ago, where Howard Dean went like, yo! And that yeah. was enough to derail his entire yeah. candidacy. Yeah. That. Yeah, he just won a primary and he's like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was played great. ad was nauseum. Like, and we'll go to this state and we'll go here and here and we'll go all the way to Washington. <laughs> wow! And people are like, oh that my God, was not too much. presidential. <laughs> not <laughs> presidential. <laughs> Disqualifying. Right. Oh, but now it's like grabbing pussies, uh, you know, s- scamming around the freaking malls until they kick yeah, you no. out. Yeah, like, raping 14-year-olds, molesting children. That's um, the candidate Being banned from the malls, having a police officer assigned to uh, Roy Moore duty at high school football games to keep him away from the fucking cheerleaders. And, and he's in his mid-30s. He's signing yearbooks uh, in his mid-30s. He's signing his name judge uh, or no is roy moore district attorney into some fucking high school yearbook holy shit but jesus christ chuck i mean this election was a was a prime example of exactly why the republicans have been trying to suppress uh the black vote you know the vote by people make it so difficult for them because when they come out and vote they say fuck these guys and they tried they tried to alabama but they they came out in, in more force than they did, I, I believe, they for, did. for Obama, and they voted in a higher percentage. The, the percentage for Obama was high. Uh, the percentage uh, against Roy Moore was even higher. I think it was 96 to 4. I think I think people are finally starting to understand that like it, this shit's important. Who you elect is important. They're not, they're not the same. I know Democrats have problems. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not shilling for Democrats. But Jesus Christ, like, there's a difference now. Listen, um, a massive when you only have difference. one adult party in the room, uh, you don't really have a, 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 a real choice. No. You have a choice of Democrats who are certainly not perfect, and they need to start paying more attention to the needs of their voting base yeah. and stop just taking them for granted. Um, but when there's only one adult party in the room, you, you don't have a choice. You have to vote Democrat. Uh, well, and the fact that um, he was so close, even given the... the right! I mean, it should have been close regardless, but the uh, accusations of uh, child molestation dropped him down to, it was like 49% to 49.8%. I mean, it's just... Fuck. Can you imagine if Harvey Weinstein had been running for office? Like, the wave of shit that would have been thrown about at him by the conservatives. Well, he wasn't even running for office, and they tarred Democrats. Oh yeah, with they his tarred name. by association. It was, it was, yeah. it was. Which, which you know, th- there's some point there. I can admit it's like, yeah, like that guy is a piece of shit, and people stood next to him, and and whether you know, some knew, some didn't, but but Jesus Christ, uh, I, I fuck, I'm 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 so. This this whole thing like just bl- it just blew my mind. I'm like, it's hard to it's hard to even right joke about this guy's an asshole. He's been an asshole for decades, and the fact that this fucking cowboy hat wearing, vest wearing, horse riding, <laughs> dipshit. Oh, that was the first time I ever got to say that in my life. It's like, 
fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Oh, oh yeah. my God, I've never, I've never been able to use that before. That poor horse. <laughs> right. That poor and horse. You know what? I, 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 I shouldn't say fuck the horse. Matt, the horse, the horse has like, a Twitter account and he keeps saying, this is not my fault. I did not ask for this. <laughs> Look, this asshole just put a saddle on me, and, I, and it's like, go here. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's what I do. Can't even fucking ride a horse. He's got both of his goddamn hands on the reins, and his uh, instead of curling his legs around, he's just fucking straight out, right? Like okay, he's never ridden a fucking horse before. As a Take person, off your fucking cowboy hat, you piece of shit. Oh, my God. That is the way you ride horses. That's okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm more of a single hand rein person myself. <laughs> but you can do the two handed version, and you can stick your feet that out. That is the way child molesters ride a horse. It, yeah, I know. it displays natural. the crotch more prominently. I guess. Perfectly <laughs> natural. Legs straight out. Knees fully extended. That guy's lucky he didn't get bucked. I'm all for sassy bucking the shit out of Roy Moore. And that fucker still hasn't conceded. That, now here we go. Now we're, see, this was that podcast that we did a while ago. <laughs> we just kept going on and on. <laughs> Never really got around to whatever we want to talk about. But here's, here's the thing. Chuck said it. He hasn't, con- he never conceded. He, he, he put out a statement and, uh, it's a really good statement too. <laughs> you think, you think after that election, he would have some class and be like, the voters of Abilama. Abilama? Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> have spoken. <laughs> I accept no. their decision. No. This guy has zero class. No. Zero class in his body. He uh, married a gal who said, look, <laughs> we're not anti-Jewish. We got a Jew who's an attorney. You know, I was just listening to somebody. Not even they have friends. Usually the racist line is, listen, I can't be racist. Uh, I got black people for friends. Uh, they couldn't even know. Right. I got a Jew for an attorney. Jew for an attorney. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, case closed. Sorry. You know, Jew, Jew is a funny word because there is something in the way that you say that word that makes it offensive or not. You know what I mean? Because you could say, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is my buddy, uh, you know, Phil. He's a Jew. Yeah. Just it just happens to be one, right? But you could be like, "Oh, I got a Jew for an attorney," and that just sounds weird, yeah. you know. That's oh, it. yeah. That's like yeah. it's like, oh, that Jew, you know. It's like, oh, you know, that's you know, not they've, nice. They've right? hired like a passel of attorneys, and they found out one of them is Jewish, and they're like, "We can use that. We can you? Oh, we got one. Oh, speak." <laughs> And then his little buddy comes out, his war buddy, and he's like, so he's a really good guy because one time we walked into a brothel and there were a lot of young women oh, that's there. Right. And uh, Roy Moore said, ah, we got to get out of here. Well, see, there you go. And, Matt, they had an interview uh, with Roy Moore, like this 12-year-old girl's interviewing him. And no molestation occurred. Case closed. M. I can't believe, I fucking cannot believe, this is like a a different universe. Uh, Uh, Like we have fucking, like the election of Trump has fucking shifted us into a different universe. Exactly. You couldn't write this, you could not make this shit up. I wouldn't have believed it even five years ago. Well, now, now, now that people are learning that like, 
Like, shit, when you get caught and you're fucked, you can just say, fuck it. You can just deny it, even though the evidence is all there. Or you can just go like, yeah, whatever. And then not leave. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Fox and friends will support you no matter what. Right. As long as you're a Republican, you're safe. You can pretty much just say, ah, fuck it. I have. Listen, he's a pedophile. But at least he's a Republican. Right. <laughs> because of the important topics. And of course, yes. these topics are gay marriage and abortion. Yes, and, the so-called values voters. Right. Values voters. Uh, you know, fuck them after they're born. Right. Cancel CHIP. You know, cancel the child health care insurance program. You know, yeah. uh, you know, fuck that. We don't have money for that. Right. Uh, you know, you gotta break those your spine, those bending are... over backwards to ensure that they're born, and yes. then uh, make them suffer for the rest of their life. Yeah, and then and then start preying on them as teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No problem. Okay, have we gone off enough on this subject? What? Oh, there's a concession. No, not a con- an anti-concession speech. Anti-concession speech. Judge Roy Moore, Let's the Honorable Judge Roy Moore. Are you ready? Ready. All right, here we go. Good evening. Tomorrow my wife and I will celebrate our 32nd wedding anniversary. I want to thank her and all my family for standing with me through this long and arduous campaign. 32nd wedding anniversary, man. That's impressive. So what is she like, 45 37? I don't want to say anything about about Mrs. Judge Roy Moore. She she might just be a nice, sweet lady. I Listen, we know she's not anti-Semitic. We have, know that for a fact. Is she? I don't know. I don't know anything about her, honestly. She has uh, Jews for an attorney. Oh, that's right. That's right. I've got a Jewish attorney. Who stood with me in this very important battle for the future of our country. <laughs> Fuck you. We are indeed in a struggle to preserve our republic, our civilization... And our religion. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Uh, You see how they frame the argument? It's a struggle. It's it's not that we have differences of opinion in policy and how things are done. It is a monumental struggle for our civilization, for our religion. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus. That is how they honestly view it. Yeah. Um, they're not it's, hyping that shit up. That's how they honestly view Obama's presidency and Hillary Clinton and right. their existence is an attack on their civilization and their religion. God. Forget the fact that, you know, abortion wasn't this massive deal up until a couple decades ago. You know, you had Democrats and Republicans on both sides of the issue. Uh, only recently has it become a massive Republican issue. Forget about the fact that uh, their stupid evangelical Christianity, this fundamentalist version, really only came into existence as a response to evolution, the turn of the century. Uh, but no, in, in their minds, it's always been this way, right? The founding yeah. fathers were evangelical fundamentalist Protestants. They made the country based on God's laws, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Everything's been a fight. It's like It's like... It's like every goddamn Marvel movie is like a fight to save the world. Yeah. It's like, that's it's like what, a Republican sticking you. Let's just frame everything as a fight, as like the end of civilization. If a Democrat gets elected, 
that's it. It's yeah. over. Well, I mean, it does do significant damage to their view of the civilization, right? Uh, they freed the slaves. Jeez, fuck. Oh, the, God. That's the, it. That was, the, yeah. That did America, change civilization. America was so much better when we had slavery. At least we had family. At least we had a, a purpose. Chuck, I appreciate your uh, your impression, but let's let's hear it right from the guy. <laughs> Here we go. Set free is suffering humanity. Yeah. And the battle rages on. In this race, we have not received the final count to include military and provisional ballots. Oh, there's more. This has been a very close race, and we are awaiting certification by the Secretary of State. You lost, fucker. This particular race was watched not only by the people of this state, but by the entire nation. Yeah. And many around the world. Yeah, that's wow. why. Because I believe the heart and soul of our country is at stake. Here we go. Like most Americans, I'm concerned about the future of our country, both financially and morally. Okay, sure. Oh, stop. After election of Donald oh, Trump, God, a little stop. Over- financially and what? When they say they're concerned financially, what they mean is they want to uh, loot the entitlement program. Right. They call the entitlement programs. <laughs> yeah, but, when they say that, it's like, look, look, we want to be driving the deficit up. Not the Democrats. (laughs) Exactly. We want the deficit to be driven by corporate welfare, not individual welfare. Right. We want these tax cuts to be for the uh, people who least need them. We want these tax cuts to go to the people who are already fucking ridiculously wealthy. This is the greatest concession speech I've ever heard in my life so so far. (laughs) So the Republicans gets, are so concerned about finances, they're adding a fucking right. trillion dollars to the deficit under their new tax bill. Which, by the way, I'll probably come out uh, ahead on, right? I gotta say, I, 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 I do fairly well, Chuck. I'm looking at this new tax bill, I'm like, looks like I'm doing okay. <laughs> like, I'm gonna win. This Why aren't is, I voting more Republicans? In? This is the wrong direction to go. What you need right. to be doing is increasing taxes on people who are well off and can afford it. Yeah. Fucking uh. assholes. But yeah, he's concerned about the financial future of our nation. For more details on our tax plan, go to irreligiousfeed.com slash tax plan 2018. <laughs> and he's also concerned about the moral future of the nation. This coming from an yes. accused child molester. Right. Yeah. You yeah, just, yeah. I just love the complete. It, I, I don't even know. Shameless. It's not, yeah, shamelessness. That's what it is. It's not. It's not the hypocrisy. It just. It's like no shame whatsoever. The guy can just fucking stand up there and say, "We are the moral leaders of this country. We're yeah. so concerned about this shit." Yeah. Like fuck you. Th- this dude. is the guy who went on Sean Hannity and made such a terrible impression that. Uh, People were yelling at Sean Hannity. <laughs> He's like, did you date teens? Uh, it was not my regular practice. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was just a side practice. Did you date teens in your oh. 30s, Matt? Do you ever, when you're 30s, date a fucking teenager? No, not in my 30s. Sign anyone's yearbook in your 30s? I didn't sign anybody's yearbook in high school. <laughs> Categorically, no. <laughs> That's an easy answer. It wasn't my regular practice. And I would uh, uh, hasten to say that uh, I got every mother's uh, approval <laughs> to date these women. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck here, I got a funny story for you. Maybe it's not funny. Could, be getting, could get myself in trouble here. Nothing Uh-oh. happened, just so Uh-oh. you know. Here All we right? go. When I was, I think I was 22, 
uh, I was doing a little theater acting, you know, like you do, you know. Oh, and yeah. uh, I met a girl at the theater, and we kind of hit it off, and like went on like one date, but it was kind of a, eh, it just it just wasn't there, so nothing happened. But then uh, a couple months later, I see the high school graduation <laughs> announcement in the paper with a picture of the valedictorian delivering her speech, and that was the girl. And I was like, oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. She was at high school. Oh, my God. I did not know that. And, you're and that's in like your, a five-year difference. You're in I your was mid-40s. Like, I was like, no, I was 22. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in college. <laughs> I was in college. Actually, I graduated from college already. Uh, some smort. Smort. Uh, but, Jesus, I was like scrubbing myself in the shower with a horsehair brush. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> Not like, Ron oh Moore. Not Ron Moore. He was uh, going down with his cowboy boots and spurs and vest yeah. and cowboy hat. Get the permission of the mom to date her 14-year-old kid. Yeah. We call that an Alabama ace of spades. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Riding down on this horse named Sassy. Chuck, we're doing way too much talking and not oh, yeah. enough listening. Let's go. And now back to... Judge Roy Moore. Over a year ago, I saw a window of hope and an opportunity that we could return to our founding principles yeah, of the Constitution of the United States, that hope which has governed us for over 200 years. Yeah, that hope was Trump. recognized in the Declaration of Independence that all men and women are created equal <laughs> and endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights. There we go. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, we know it. We that learned. American dream has today been tainted by corrupt politics. Taint. And a government and Matt, which has become out of control. For a second, you notice that these uh, fundamentalist Christians always uh, go back to the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Not the Constitution. Constitution. The Declaration of Independence was just that. It was a letter declaring our independence from England. All right? It is not the founding fucking document of our country. The law upon which our country is founded is found in the Constitution, which does not mention either Creator or God. Right. That's why they have to go back to the fucking Declaration of Independence, which has no effect on law whatsoever. Yeah. Not a founding document. And it's basically just a letter that said, hey, we, uh, we're going to do our own thing, so hey, fuck England. you, guy. Fuck you. Hey, King George, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, here we go. And out of touch with the people. Many do not share the vision of those who built this country. Today we no longer recognize the universal truth that God is the author of our life and liberty. Abortion, sodomy, and materialism have taken the place of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> oh my God! So That's my favorite! <laughs> if we were to write the declaration today... These truths are self-evident! <laughs> The inalienable rights, abortion, sodomy, and oh god! Oh, that tells you everything you need to know about this guy. That what's on his mind is abortions, fucking people in the ass. Which hey, you know what? Don't knock it. All right, shit. Yeah, Roy, have you tried it? Give it a shot. Give it a shot. This sodomy, it's not just for men and men. It's, I don't know, there's other combinations. Listen, if sodomy was so bad, 
Why did Lot offer his daughters uh, to the Sodomites? All, all I can think of is is as they were losing in Roy Moore's campaign headquarters, he was like, I want you to craft a statement that includes fucking people in the ass. Yes. Somewhere in there. Make sure you get ass fucking in my non quitting. <laughs> what's the word? Anti-concession speech. Anti-concession speech. I need to talk about ass-fucking. Ass-fucking is important. It's it's one of the primary... (laughs) So forget the fact that it's already... Ass-fucking has been uh, already adjudicated to be okay by the Supreme Court. It's legal. And abortions, too. And abortions, yes. Although they're trying to chip that away, too. Yeah. And for the fact that the Founding Fathers don't share your goddamn fundamentalist, evangelical, Christian bullshit nonsense. They're products of uh, the Enlightenment period. Uh, But, you know, don't let facts and and reason uh, get in the way of your stupid-ass fucking dipshit beliefs. Yeah. All right. There we go. In the words of Abraham Lincoln, we have been the recipient of the choicest bounties of heaven. We've been preserved in many years in peace and prosperity. Is this a we have grown preacher or politician? Power, as no other Why nation has both? ever grown, but we have forgotten <laughs> exactly. God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace. Oh, we forgot that. And multiplied, enriched, and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our own hearts <laughs> that all of these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own. And then who, who we did it? stop prayer in schools. Oh! We've murdered over 60... Oh, hold on. Got to back that up but just a tad. Uh, I was just about to say, when's he going to get the prayer to school? Every goddamn argument I hear. You know what it's, our problem is, Chuck? We don't have prayer in schools anymore. <laughs> it's been like 60, 70 fucking years since that decision came down. And guess what, Roy Moore? You can still pray in school. Yeah. You, you can can't still- have it led by... Uh, uh, the teacher, the school, figure. right? But you, because that would be a violation of our secular constitution. But uh, you can go ahead and pray all you fucking want in schools. Ah, uh, and then we, and then we're going to move on to abortion. Uh, you remember, you remember that mountain of babies? They love that mountain of babies. Yes. Here we go. We have stopped prayer in schools. Yep. We've murdered over sixty million of our unborn children. We've redefined yes. marriage and destroyed yep. the basis of family, True. which is the building block of our country. He just went uh, prayer in schools, abortion, and gay marriage in one sentence. Just, yeah, that's those, the fucking problem of our country. He's, he's hit uh, the three big culture wars yeah. <laughs> that are currently going on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what's wrong with the country. We're um, killing babies. We're practicing sodomy, which, as we all know, didn't work out well for the sodomites. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the prayer in schools. Yeah, no, the prayer in schools. Oh, my God, the prayer in schools. We need schools. prayer from start to finish in schools, Matt. Start to fucking finish. And don't worry, it won't be too long. Betsy DeVos will probably uh, get that prayer right back in schools. Yeah, it's coming right back. Now, part of me wonders... If uh, Mr. Uh, Moore here is going to go down transgender street, Chuck. He sounds like a pretty smart guy, man. I'm sure he can see the writing in the raw uh, and avoid that topic entirely. 
Let's listen in. Borders are not secure. Yeah, borders Our economy not. is faltering. Yeah. <laughs> under enormous national debt. Okay. Now, he's not wrong about the national debt, but the economy is not faltering. Yeah, he should talk to Trump about that. Trump's only victory that he's uh, spouting in his uh, multiple rallies is how strong the economy right. is. Economy. Jobs are up. Unemployment's <laughs> down. The stock market is great. None of that shit you did yet. Okay? Yeah. Everything in this year is still a result of the past administration. Yeah, we're still in Obama's budget, right? Yeah. Uh, Now, as his presidency progresses, we'll see how this administration's policies affect the economy. Now, I hope it does well, because I'm not a fucking nut. Just because I can't stand Uh, Trump, I don't want the country to burn, right? uh, tourism is down because of all the stupid shit about his uh, border and yeah. the travel bans. Um, <clears throat> uh, these policies are going to hurt us economically in the future, right? Yeah, tourism uh, could be down. Have you ever been tried to go to Yosemite in the summer? <laughs> Disneyland. Yeah, everyone's tra- everyone's Disneyland. trying to escape. <laughs> everyone's trying to escape. <laughs> it's I, inter- international tourism is I want to go to Disneyland <laughs> <laughs> it's too crowded oh alright anyway and we have a huge drug problem oh that's true we've even yes. begun to recognize the right of a man to claim to be a woman ah, <laughs> ah, there it is man <laughs> he got there <laughs> you cannot if you're a man you cannot claim to be a woman I mean it's just a fact now, why is he such a sexist factor? What about the women's rights to claim to be a man? That's what a right. dick. That's okay. <laughs> they can come into the bathrooms. No problem. Oh. oh, he's a gem. This guy's a gem. We have allowed judges and justices to rule over our Constitution, yep. and we have become slaves to their tyranny. Oh, boy. Wait, I thought he thought again. slavery was okay. <laughs> How come slavery's now bad? <laughs> right. Oh. Now, Chuck, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't we look to the judiciary to interpret rules and laws and the Constitution for us? When we have a disagreement, you are wrong. To judges to interpret those laws for us, isn't that what they do? No, we look to preachers to interpret the Constitution. The preachers can tell the Supreme Court uh, what the proper interpretation is. Oh. Because, because God's law is higher than man's law. And they would have known this if prayer had still been in school. <laughs> That's right. It's all a circle. I see it now. They all graduated from a prayerless school. Uh, otherwise, they would have known. <laughs> this fucking this judicial tyranny shit just makes me laugh. It's, it's only tyranny when you don't like the decision. Yeah, exactly. Was Citizens <laughs> United tyranny? Was Hobby Lobby tyranny? No, it's fucking because one judge was like, "I know, you know what? Gay people should be able to get married." Tyranny, tyranny, ah, tyranny. Ah. Activist judges. Remember, remember when Scalia said, "Like, you know what? Uh, guns fucking rule. Have as many as you want." Yeah, right. Not tyranny. Yeah, you know, apparently. When they said, "Hey, you can put as much fucking money into you want, as you want into these political campaigns. Money is speech. Right. Go ahead, rich people, fuck our democracy." Not tyranny. Absolute tyranny. Hold on. That's that's all I had. Okay. Here we go. 
Immorality sweeps over our land. Yes. Even our political process has been affected with baseless and false allegations. Oh. <laughs> true issues which no, that, that's a very specific form of immorality, man. I wonder who he could be talking about. Baseless <laughs> accusations which cloud the true issues. Which, of course, I have, are abortions and gay marriage and right, all that exactly. shit I just said. It's the false allegations that are the true immorality. Yeah. This election was tainted by over $50 million from outside groups he said who want again. to retain power in their own corrupt ideology. Yeah. No longer is this about Republican or Democrat control. That's free speech, it's though. It's truly been Sean. said there's not a yeah. dime's worth of difference between them. It's about a Washington establishment which will not listen to the cries of its citizenry. Oh, okay. And the battle rages on. Yes. Together we must stand against those who would take from us our country. Uh, the words of the Holy Scriptures. No, uh, shut up. Fuck you. Um, it's it's to the it's they've taken the country again. That that's uh, I want I love, my country. I love back. how he's complaining about uh, the money pouring in from from outside right? interests. You know, that's a fucking conservative Supreme Court that made that decision that allowed yeah. us to have super PACs in the first place. I completely disagree with it. You only disagree with it, Judge Roy Moore, because you're on the uh, receiving end of that right. shit. They never they never look ahead. Nope. They never look ahead that, like, will this affect me in the future? Uh, probably not. I'll be fine. All I have to do is talk about abortions and gay marriage and... And rights of men wanting right. to be women and bathrooms. And, oh, and they're kind of right. Of the, when, <laughs> get rid of the Johnson Amendment, and then we can turn churches into super PACs, and we'll be fine. Right. He's complaining about outside money while in this tax bill. Or was it in the tax bill? Yeah. Uh, they want to or was it the Johnson my, Amendment. Is it? Is it? Is that in the tax bill? I can't remember. Yep. Yeah. They, you know... That's exactly what can happen. Is that now you can funnel your money through a church to your favorite candidate, and there's like no trail, right? There's no who no, knows. We don't. Can. We don't have the ability to to look into churches' documents, financial documents. Yeah, they're immune to that. Fuck, they could have just fucking done that already. Because who was who was even who was even checking that before? <laughs> right. But at least the possibility existed that you could do that. That you could at least enforce something if it was brought up. They want to destroy even that. All right. Let's, I I don't know if I get through this, but let's see if we can get to the end of this. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, taking to you the whole armor of God. That you may be able to withstand an evil day, and having done again, all, this is a guy running for public the office. The of brave men and women throughout our history cry out to us, the living, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work for which many of them gave the ultimate sacrifice. You know, okay, don't fucking go down that 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 road. That uh, the armed forces of, of drawing. Their sacrifices, taking that cloak of patriotism upon your party, that fucking bullshit, pissing me off so much. We have a scripture for Roy Moore when he talks about evil government and evil people and principalities and powers. That scripture is 1 Peter 2, uh, 13. 
Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Right? Servants, be subject to your masters with all respect, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the unjust. For this is a gracious thing, when mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if, when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But when you do good and suffer for it, you endure. This is a gracious thing in the sight of God. So basically, Matt, yeah. whatever fucking authority it is, it's the will of God. Submit to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So why Roy. is there a battle, Roy Moore? Why are you fighting? Everything's a battle. Submit to battle. it. It's just the will of God that it be so. Let's see if we can make it to the end of this, quote, concession speech. <laughs> Let us here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and Ugh. that government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not oh, perish. Oh, fuck you earth. with that. <laughs> Thank you. Merry Christmas, and may God bless you. Hey, Roy Moore, all holidays matter. Gee. <laughs> That's right. All holidays matter. Merry Say happy Christmas. holidays, Roy Moore. <laughs> All right. I almost threw up. Hey, did we mention this is a Christmas episode? This hey. is a Christmas episode. <laughs> Thanks, Roy Moore, for bringing up uh, the topic of our current episode. Yeah. The existence of Jesus. The reason for the season. The, uh... The Thrilla in Manila? No, that was something else. <laughs> Uh, you know, now that you said it, every time I see somebody like on Facebook, so it's like, like about this time of year, I see that uh, post, the reason for the season. And I just like instantly I'm like, oh, God, should I unfollow them or just unfriend them? Ugh, Lord. Like, Which one? <laughs> I'll just I'll give them one more chance. And then that that one more chance usually like disappears in some crazy like Islamophobic like hate-filled nutty video where like in in 2.4 years 94 percent of the world will be islamic terrorists <laughs> they prove it got, with math they've got a graph to back it up it's like it's like one of those movies where like the zombie virus is spreading and they show the computer simulation it's like it's like everything turns red and it's like uh, yep. this is what happens when muslims move into your neighborhood yeah <laughs> Done. Done. It's over. Anyway, was there a topic? <laughs> did Jesus exist? Well, Chuck, did he? The answer to that question is no.